Everyone. Welcome back to OK Podcast. My name is Hayden. My name's Kamila. When it comes to J Fashion video content, we're used to outfit tutorials, closet tours, and general vlogging. These are great for learning about our styles and enjoying our community from afar. We often see the content as representing the state of our community as well. We represent as strong, unique, maybe gossip written at times, but we come together in the end. At the same time, though, many of these sources of entertainment lack input from Black, Indigenous people of color, plus size, and or trans community members. This means that the state of the J fashion community isn't represented accurately as a whole. Our guest, Marina Kay of Frill Talk, will be going over how she pulls out the experience of marginalized communities in her podcast and YouTube show. But before we get into that, let's get into some news and updates for this month. Whew! It has been a minute since we've been here. There was some scheduling issues. We kind of fell off of our routine, which happens, but we have plans for next month to hop back on it. We are excited to get back into the groove of things. Things are a-changin'. Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, new things going on. Mm-hmm. Did you want to go first? Oh, sure. I got a new part-time caricature job at the zoo, so I will be sitting down with folks and drawing their faces with some uh, little animal doodles and things like that. I've had a lot of questions, but I've been wanting to save it for this. Oh. uh, (laughs) I knew we were going to talk about it. I didn't want to ask all my questions beforehand. And then it's like, why are we talking about this again? Right, right, exactly. (laughs) It's not the same. Yeah, so I do it like part-time. There were like some full-time positions open, but I don't know. I deal with a lot of like work anxiety. Mood. So It's just like, I kind of have to like take it slow and just be like, okay, I'm just going to do like part time, see if I like everything before I just jump in being like, oh, I'm full time this now. And um, yeah, so I don't, yeah, so I'm just like trying it out. It seems fun so far. I just got done with training next week. I will be beginning just being a regular person or whatever. Um... There's a lot of independence that comes with the job, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, um, they're not like breathing down your back about the way you're doing the drawing or something like that. Um, As long as I was gonna ask, like, are you doing it in your own style, or do they have like a caricature sheet of like this is what it has to look like? They have like some techniques in like guidelines that they want you to like follow yeah they have like worksheets and stuff but just like when you do the hair like kind of like pay attention to these strokes when you start the caricature it's like you start off with the jawline and probably the cheeks and then like but then when the manager person was going over with us she was just like whatever you do just keep doing it in the same order because you'll like get a lot of guests and stuff and it'll just be easier if you do like say if you're pattern is jawline, nose, eyes, ears, eyebrows, hair, like keep doing it like that. Mm. And then talking about like line quality of just all like you want like the jawline and 
whatever's uh, kind of surrounding the character to be like thick lines. And then you can do thinner lines for like the details inside the face and stuff like that and or inside mm-hmm. the hair or something. People definitely have different styles. They're definitely varied. They're not much like, oh, okay, you have to draw the way that I draw it. I do like bubble eyes and bigger ears mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, you just do it in like your style. And I think they were saying like the guests, they kind of like see you drawing somebody else or something and they'll see the way that you draw. And if they want to have like the character done, they'll like kind of already have an idea of how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But even like the boss person has like is super talented at that classic caricature style. Oh, She's yeah. like really good at it. And somebody still was like, mm, I want it to be drawn by this person. Like I liked your thing, but can I get it like <laughs> trade for this thing? And and then the manager was just like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Like give me back this drawing and then I'll have Gabby do the thing, the person that she wanted to do it, which is she's like has a different style and is not as experienced as the manager, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the manager kind of came to me privately being like, okay, so sometimes there's like weird people that want to get their thing like redrawn a bunch of times. They're trying to run a game or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you got to take the drawing from them. So so that like they're not like trying to just like think that they're gonna choose at the end the best one like they could only get it redrawn once mm-hmm. they can't get any of the other drawings back because the lady came back like maybe mm-hmm. 30 minutes later being like hey so what happened to that other drawing like you guys are just gonna throw it away right like can <laughs> I like buy it at, at a discount I'm just like I thought you said you didn't like that one so now you want both of them but you want the second one at a discount so oh my god yes I know yeah <laughs> I'm like why would you choose this as something you want to waste your time doing at the zoo with your child I don't understand just it. go look at animals right <laughs> It's like, no, I'm going to go to the zoo to like spend 30 minutes getting drawn uh, 20 times. I don't get it. (laughs) That actually leads into my other question of what do you do on your lunch break while you're there? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I had like my first like full day and where I'd be able to have um, a lunch break. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm at the zoo. (laughs) You just like eat at one of the picnic tables and... I don't have anything on because, like, I'm trying to get more used to, like, having silent moments as far as, like, not having, like, a phone or music or something on. So, yeah, so I was just, like, watching people going by, looking at the – there's, like, a big fountain where I was eating at. Yeah, and then if I finish my lunch early, I can, like, walk around the zoo. And so I looked at, like, the lions and the tigers and sloth bears and stuff like that, whatever was – nearby i like also seeing like the kids sometimes there's always some kid that's like upset and like there was one little girl that was just like i'm upset and she was like on the ground be like ah oh my and, gosh <laughs> and like the parent or whoever was like watching over her was just like nah i'm not paying attention to that i'm gonna be looking at the lions and the tigers and the bears and like you're just gonna be on the ground right now because i can't do anything she was safe, like touching her, touching the uh, guardian's like foot or whatever while she's laying down and like, ah! and, but they were like, 
weren't even like, oh, we're going to try to console you right now. It's just like, yeah, she's just stop once you realize that. I mean, that. At, if they're throwing a tantrum that badly or if they're having a meltdown that badly, sometimes they just need to get it out and mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do and it's just okay. I'm going to stand over you. I'm going to let you scream and cry and bawl. Yeah. But yeah. W- once you're done with that, once you're done having your meltdown, we will talk about this. I have all the sympathy and no disdain for parents who just let their kids cry. Because, you know, they got to feel their emotions and they got to... It's okay right. to, like, flip out. It's okay to, like, have those... They're kids. It's gonna happen. And they shouldn't feel like crying is a bad thing. Right. And they don't have words. They they don't know how to talk. And also, trying to deal with that as a parent is so difficult. Yes, Yes, especially in, like, public. It's like, you just feel like everybody's Mm -hmm. looking at you or something. But I feel a little bit at the zoo, everybody's just like, yeah, we get it. We're all here with, like, our (laughs) children. That's like, they're, like, going crazy crazy over something or like I remember seeing one like dad trying to be like okay we're gonna go this way and then like the girl was like I guess a little bit like annoyed at her dad or something so he so she wouldn't let him hold her hand she would just be like had her arms crossed and then just like avoiding the the hand of her dad and just like squirming around like I'm not gonna like do this (laughs) and that made me think of how like sometimes I try to pet Mipsy and she just like squirms around the hand to like pet and just, <laughs> I don't know I just liked watching yeah I guess like the people watching I'm just like I think that's like so funny like the different children reaction to things it's beautiful it's a beautiful atmosphere yeah I remember when I was working at the uh the aquarium during my lunch breaks, mm-hmm. I would just sit in the big round tropical aquarium because I only had a 20 minute lunch break, which was rough. Um, mm, yeah. But I would just sit there and I would watch the fishes go by and it had the stingrays. So stingrays are my favorite. There would be kids who would like freak out and who would be like, oh my God, it's going to eat me. <laughs> and then there would be other kids who were just like babbling off facts about the the different animals and then there'd be other kids who were just in awe and then there are other kids who like were terrified it was so funny yeah that's like too funny i don't know yeah so i just like do that sort of stuff i i love it i always say like every summer i want to get outside more and you're doing it yeah and i'm doing it like i literally am getting paid to draw, learn new skills, get more like resilience about, you know, public feedback, I guess. You know, yeah, being outside. um, Lots of sunscreen. Yeah, lots of sunscreen and stuff. Yeah, I ordered some like sunscreen that that'll like won't show up as chalky on my skin. So hopefully Mm, that works mm -hmm. out. Yeah, we've got like a uniform thing, which I was like strangely excited about. (laughs) I know like the other people working there are like, oh my God, we have to wear like khaki shorts or pants or something and I'm just like okay like I get to wear this green zoo shirt what am I gonna do with my nails that kind of like I'm just like ready to like (laughs) (laughs) to like customize it so I'm just like okay so they're just like you can wear like neutral colored like shoes or whatever and I'm just like okay I'm gonna get these like white Nikes with the swoosh being like tie-dye and the Mm. um yeah and like I'm just like yeah so then that's a little bit 
bit of color. I got my nails done with a like, it's like pink, yellow, white and green and i'm just like oh that'll go with the polo the little green parts of it i'm just like yeah that's great and nobody said anything about my nails and when i say like i got my nails done they're like there's gummy bears sticking off of them (laughs) and (laughs) they're long and like they got popsicles on them and so they're like the charms are huge on here um so they're like done and i thought somebody was gonna be like oh, um, that's not a part of company policy. <laughs> you know, that stands out too much. But they didn't, they didn't care at all. They didn't even say anything. I was just like, yes, um, which was Good. nice. <laughs> and I could still wear my gauges. No one saw me about that. The managers even has like a uh, a septum piercing and like a, a separate nose piercing thing. And, and she has gauges. So she's just like, yeah, we just got to like, do the bare minimum of wearing the zoo uniform, like the clothing part of it. And the rest is like fine, I guess. Like as long as it doesn't have any like big logos on it or so, yeah. That's nice because I know a lot of tourist attractions will not allow that because Mm -hmm. they think that like they're gonna get people who are more conservative and they don't Mm -hmm. want people who are conservative to get mad at them right like when i was working for um the aquarium they're like you have to take out your piercings you have to change your hair to a neutral color Mm. and i was like oh this sucks yeah i think they were supposed to find out for me about like hair color i guess but I'm not really like planning on dyeing my hair right now or something like that. Yeah, they were like, oh, I think like the year before COVID, we were able to color our hair, but we don't know if anything has like changed over the the year or something. Mm-hmm. See, like my caricature stand, it's not really the zoo. They're contractors, basically. Ah, but when yes. they come there, they have to, you know, still adhere to like to the uniform, like the clothing or whatever. So then it still looks cohesive. That's what it was like when I was a photographer at the aquarium. Same deal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we had to do that. So I'm not sure like, but I did see someone that was like at the zoo that was like, oh, I have like, light pink hair and I'm just like oh okay all right cool 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 but yeah so we don't super know as far as like I guess the caricature stand what we can do but it's a possibility that we could have color hair but yeah so I I just kind of like felt like okay we have green I've you know um gotten some shoes that have a little bit of color and they didn't say anything and then I wear my some of my candy bracelets to things and stuff so i'm just like okay cool like no one's been like you can't do that slowly pushing the envelope until they mention it (laughs) yes i also have new like pink glasses now so i'm just like yes i'm just colorful and fun i did have one customer touch a gummy bear on my nail without asking and I was just like what are you doing then she was just like oh I'm sorry I shouldn't have done that like she she seemed like she had like something possess her and then she was just like what what is wrong with me why did I do that um (laughs) the gummy bears are enticing and entrancing yeah exactly and so I was just all like I mean yeah you should not have done that but you know I I see why you would want to (laughs) but yeah so she was just like oh I'm sorry at least she apologized yeah at least she realized that like that was not the correct thing to do yeah people like things I also want to start something called the anime special and I just draw someone 
one as like with anime features. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I can give you the schoolgirl, the magical girl. I could give you samurai. I can give you Goku. <laughs> you want to be Naruto? I will make you Naruto. <laughs> I will make you Naruto. Like, okay, what clan do you want to be from? Um, <laughs> in in some of the body instruction books, they do have Powerpuff Girl body. They have Goku body. <laughs> Goku body. Yes. <laughs> They're like, so they have like some things for that. They have SpongeBob body. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. People don't know about it because it's just like an internal little like book thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, hmm, that's interesting. And my boss wants to do like uh, My Little Pony instead. Like if some kid asks for a pony, she's like, I want to learn the, the My Little Pony style and then like draw their pony my little pony style and i'm just like Mm. i'm with you on that i will also be joining you (laughs) on that that's some of like the funness of doing it like if i like it a lot i could see myself coming back each year they also have like christmas portraits or something like that oh interesting i could see myself trying to be like i'm gonna work my way up the character ladder um But yeah, who knows? I don't want to put that much pressure on myself going into it. Yeah. Start off slow and steady. See how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Push the envelope as much yes. as you can. <laughs> I love it. So what's going on with you? I know you got some new stuff going on. Speaking of animals, I did just get a new cat. And I love her. She is good. She is a brat. An absolute brat. Her name is Sassy, a.k.a. Sasquatch, a.k.a. Sassafras, a.k.a. Sarsaparilla, a.k.a. Prispitch, a.k.a. Sassy Cat, a.k.a. Baby Cat. Already got 20 names. The other names for the cat. (laughs) She's so good. She's so cute. Right now we are doing clicker training with her to try to get her to not bite our hands when she wants food because she tends to nip at us when she wants treats or when she wants to play. It's kind of helpful in the fact that it's like, okay, we know it's playtime. But then in the other way, it was like, she it was whenever she was hungry. And it was like, no, you can't just bite people when you're hungry. That's not okay. Right, right. So we're clicker training her to wait for treats. But she's, she's a good cat. She's a little bit of a brat, but I adore her and I love her and she is my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we also had an, an unwanted animal issue in my new apartment which was very fun. We had mice in my apartment and I talk about this a little bit more in the patron content. So if you want to hear my mice issue, you can go over there and listen to that. (laughs) It is resolved. It's resolved. Hayden is not sleeping in bed with the mice and all of that. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are good now, but you can get the story in our patron content. But with a new home comes a new office, and it is lovely, and I'm very excited. I've been using it a lot, mainly for crafts, and I've been doing my regular work work out in the living room still, because I get distracted by my crafts. 
and it's very difficult. <laughs> I will sit down and it's like, oh, but my sewing stuff is right there. What if I just sewed instead? Like, that's so much more fun. It really is. So I need to keep, I either need to clean off my desk more often or I just stay in the living room. I need to like just clean. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just a clutter bug. The clutter is so, ugh, I know it's so hard. I, I need to like do a weekly thing decluttering of the house just because ugh, it gets out of hand for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I always want to be like, sorry, but this living... Oh, most of the stuff is mine. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Like, after a long day of, like, being out, I just take off my accessories and I plop them on the coffee table. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll take care of that when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then I don't. And then it blends into the table and I forget about it. Yeah, I'm just like, oh. But that's cool, though, that you're starting to have, like, more spaces in order to, like, try to organize things Mm -hmm. into. And with the new space comes a new routine that I'm getting myself into, especially this upcoming week. I'm really pushing myself to go to bed at a reasonable hour, get up at a reasonable hour, go right to the bathroom to do my morning routine, which now includes my boy stickers. I decided to start HRT and now I have boy stickers to put on my legs every morning. I like the name boy stickers. <laughs> well, there's there's boy juice, which is the shot. Oh, there's okay. There's boy goop, which is the gel. Okay. And then there's boy stickers, which are the stickers. And the, <laughs> I didn't want to do shot. It's like a high intake of testosterone immediately and then it slowly goes down over the week and then it's a high spike and then it goes down i didn't want to do the gel because you have to let it dry before you put on your clothes that could be inconvenient yeah i'm way too lazy for that (laughs) all right (laughs) i like to throw my shit on i like to do what i have to do throw my clothes on and then start my day start doing things Mm -hmm. i also like to lay on the couch and i don't want to get testosterone gel all over the couch (laughs) and then you also have to like wash your hands right afterwards because like you could transfer testosterone to someone else yeah exactly much more convenient i just pop a patch on every day and i keep it on for the day and i don't have to worry about it i there's no pain the adhesive is really strong so it doesn't come off i don't have to worry about it transferring to anyone just slap it on and i'm ready to go all right Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I'm going to be the very stereotypical trans guy and do a weekly voice update. So I mean, (laughs) we're going to have monthly ones, so might as well. (laughs) Come next month, well, not July, but August. Come August, there's going to be a noticeable change. I'm very excited. I'm excited. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Thank you. You had a really exciting update. You know, it hasn't happened yet, but it's a really exciting thing to look forward to. And I'm really excited to talk about this because I want it to happen really badly. <laughs> so I talk about Monique a lot on this <laughs> on this podcast. It feels like I feel like they come up like every month somehow. They are honorary our honorary right. ghost host, <laughs> uh, Monique. Um, so I've been working with Monique, as probably listeners know, with the emptying the podcast podcast not podcast emptying the clips comic yes (laughs) duh and they've been a guest on this podcast 
And they have a lot to do with the Harajuku Day meetups and everything. They came to me with an idea of just like, we should have International Decora Day. And this came up out of like, I was trying to think of something, maybe some sort of product I'd want to um, come out with for International Lolita Day. We were just thinking about how we don't totally feel in like as I guess involved with that day just because like we're not like true blue lolitas you know like oh yeah we'll wear a lolita dress occasionally or something like that but we're not as like active in that community so it doesn't feel like the day totally applies to us though we love seeing the pictures and everything like that I don't know we were just like I wish there was like a day for us and I'm just like our style is decora and I'm just like oh it'd be really cool if we had like an international decora day that everybody can um just think about decora and wear their colorful clothes and stuff like that so we decided to actually act upon that and make a international decora day the last Saturday of July so that would be this year 731 and on our emptying the clips Instagram account we put up a logo with the date and we're gonna be trying to I guess like spread the news um not too hard because we're not like we're not currently going to like make a separate page for it or something like that we don't want to be like too like we're owning this day or something (laughs) it's more like for everybody else but yeah so we put that out there um, we're going to be making some other little materials. We had a Instagram TV video up on it. So if you want to check that out, just like talking about our plans, our personal plans and our hopes and dreams for this sort of day going forward and answering people's questions about the day. I know I've gotten a question about like, oh, do if I wanted to mix in like my style with Decora, would I be able to do that on this day? Or I haven't worn Decora before. Can I wear, do you think it would be a good time to wear it? And it's just like, yes, this isn't a day to be like, hey, put all your perfect cords. It's more of like, a day to like celebrate Decora and like try out Decora and spread the good word in news of Decora. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if like International Lolita Day may come off as like where all the veterans that have been like doing this for years kind of like celebrate their continued like, I guess time in Lolita, the participation and everything like that. And I think maybe it feels that way in, in their community. Uh, just because that's just like the culture of it, I guess. But in the Decora community, it's really about like experimentation. We really want people to just like feel comfortable and just to do it or something. I think Decora can seem a little bit intimidating um, just because of all of the colors and the patterns and possibly the DIYness of it. You can't just like buy a ready-made decora outfit or something um there's no ops for that (laughs) yeah it's very personal yeah it's very personal yeah we just want people to try it for the most part and and have fun and talk about it and things like that we don't really have like a and i think we'll talk about this in the patreon content just like our our hopes and dreams for the j fashion community and i guess like international decora day is a part of that for me i hope that people participate and enjoy that day. I'm working on a how to celebrate 
suggestions graphic just so that people can, you know, get some ideas flowing about what they may want to try to do. And then we're going to be making a what is Decora graphic just to um, have that. And that I think will be like our promotional thing and stuff. Yeah, we're trying to just like slowly like build this up. It's not like a whole big like media campaign or something like that. That was one of my questions. How are you going to be celebrating? Doing it, (laughs) like putting it on is a part of the celebration just because I'm artwork for it and everything. I probably wear some sort of outfit or something. Maybe we'll do another live just to like kind of talk about like, yeah, we did it, you know, afterwards or something like that. But yeah, I don't really have like some place that I'm gonna go or anything, but maybe I'll like try to figure out some place that I can go uh, to celebrate or something. I think as far as Monique goes, they're gonna be getting together with uh, a small group of friends to like, I guess like dress up and, and stuff like that, take pictures or whatever. Yeah, I'm just like excited to be creating this stuff for the day and like hopefully it comes all together. And once those things are done, I'm just like, okay, now I can rest and think about how I'm going to celebrate and stuff. Um, But for right now, I'm really focused on like making sure I get these like, I guess, promotional materials out. Mm -hmm. Because once those are out in the stream, other people can start to take it from there just as people participate it forms a thing of its own and you won't have to worry about it as much right exactly that's basically what I want to do like what we want to do just like set it up so other people can take it and celebrate how they see fit and just like let it you know sprout legs and like run around and skip with other people in the field yeah I don't want it to be like, yeah, we're the we're the only people who can talk about International Decora Day or something like that. We just want it to be like, we wanted it just to be out there. It's not really International Decora Day unless Kamila and Monique put it right, on. Right, exactly. This is like, that's not the official International Decora Day content. Um, yeah, I don't want it to be like that. So, yeah. On the lines of community and strengthening it. I think it's important to talk about the recent happenings after Ursa Major 2.0. What happened? Yeah, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Ursa Major put on this uh, fashion contest that had featured different categories. So there were three different categories called Andromeda, Corvus, and Pegasus. Andromeda was their sweet classic Lolita category. Corvus was their gothic Lolita slash aristocratic category. And Pegasus was all other J fashion. So the winner of the Corvus category for gothic and aristocratic was on TikTok. Their username is pigment of your imagination. Her name is Avatara and she uses she, her pronouns. She does gothic Lolita and visual K and her award was absolutely phenomenal. You could tell it's very much a combination of Visual K and Gothic Lolita, taking a lot of inspiration from um, Manasama. And the winners were decided by public voting. So she won the vote by popularity. People liked her award the best. It is a 
extremely creative coordinate and people on 4chan were being absolutely awful it's what? 4chan what do you expect yeah. um saying like this comm is run by Ida's. This is why Lolita is <laughs> losing its class. Just like oh absolutely God. awful, awful things. And I say it later on in this interview that we did with Marina. And I'll say it again now. If you shit talk people anonymously on 4chan or on Locow, especially in the community, you're a coward. And mm -hmm. you do not belong in this community. Yeah. Like, period. Straight up. Yeah. I don't care. Come for me if you want. But if you participate in any sort of anonymous bashing on behind the bows, anything like that, you're a coward and you can fuck right off. And I mean, but she got the most votes. So I'm just like, so that means people liked it. And like, you just mad because like, you're stuck up it version of you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just like, how are you being like, this is taking down the community. I'm just like, the community wants this. <laughs> And they're like, oh, the local comm is run by such Edas. And it's like, you do realize that Ursa Major was like a national and international virtual event. It wasn't just the San Francisco comm or the Bay Area comm. Yeah. How could they allow for this to happen? This was nationwide. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was pertinent to talk about because that is absolutely not okay. And we, we wholeheartedly and vehemently are against that sort of behavior, and you should be too. And if you do that, if any of our, I'm sure none of our listeners do that, but if you do, you should be ashamed of yourself. Think, look in the mirror, think about your actions, and think about what you're doing to the community, because it's awful. Pigment of Your Imagination had an absolutely phenomenal chord. And looking at their page, they have a bunch of like phenomenal chords. I like their makeup. I feel like they're mixing in like kind of like drag inspiration makeup and stuff like that with Lolita. Yeah. And I think that was something that we talked about in one of our previous interviews about like incorporating that. But a lot of people in the community don't like that for some reason <laughs> like it's not okay and it's just like what i don't understand why not it's just the makeup part the the cord part is the same so i don't know <laughs> if there's no such thing as like lolita makeup then why are you being so fed up about this i just wanted to speak on it and let it be known that pigment of your imagination is good actually and that's not a hot take everyone knew that um <laughs> i just want to reaffirm it that that sort of experimentation is welcome here right oh they have a post on their instagram that's just like y'all knew the new lolitas are skipping your eda phase and it's not fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was their um it was like their kind of satirical coordinate yeah. that was supposed to yeah. work eda and i i i think it's so good i liked it I, yeah i think it's so good too i mean speaking of <laughs> i mean <laughs> what we're about to get to next a hot take i think uh Aero lolita and that sort of like experimentation is really cool actually mm -hmm. i love yeah. i think Aero lolita should be embraced and it's cool it's good as you said, Kamila, this does tie in perfectly with another event that we are looking to bring forward to the community soon uh, is International Ida Day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
basically it'll be a day to experiment and to hell even if you want like break all the goddamn rules of lolita wear those cat ears wear your fishnets wear the awful awful lace chokers just do it it's eat a day right put on the drag makeup i think it would be a great release the purge of these like really cool experimental ideas and ways of like revitalizing the Lolita like style and community and everything like that. I think that would be awesome. And just to get people to not take themselves that serious, to like, don't take yourself too seriously. It's eat a day. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah, just a day, yeah, to like be like, well, I did this, it's eat a day. I'm, I feel like someone will still find a way to be upset about it. Like these eaters oh, are making it eat a day and the class of the community. And it's just like, how is it that? It's, we're making a day specifically, that's the, the theme of the day, to be Ida. So you going to be the best eater or are you going to lose by by wearing <laughs> <laughs> regular Lolita? You're a loser now on this day. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so yeah, I think that would be fun. I would totally participate in this day. I can't wait to be posted on 4chan. Somebody please do it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I love I just love the spirit of this day. I think the Lolitas need it. Sometimes I see you guys in Ruffle chat and I'm just like, are the Lolitas okay? They are. <laughs> <laughs> and they need a release. International Eat a Day, I think, would be that perfect, I don't know, moment. <laughs> we don't know what day we want to do this yet. <laughs> we this is still very much in concept phase. But it's going to happen, so stay tuned. Yes, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into our monthly Q&A, more so in line with community issues, we asked, do you think you'll ever retire from J or alt fashion? And everyone said no. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, that's exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> There were some people who said that they were worried that they might have to when they get older, but they don't want to, which means that you won't. If you don't want to, then don't. <laughs> yes, exactly. You have control over your body, even more as you get older. Yes, so if you don't want to do that, then just don't do that. Have blue hair when you're 85. There were others who thought that their style might evolve, but it would still be alternative. And I just really love that. I love knowing that the people who get into this, you know, it isn't a phase, mom. And it's true. <laughs> or like, I also want to like put out there for people who like, I don't know, there's probably, I think I know some people that like they've grown away from wearing alternative fashion and it wasn't because they felt like they were forced or anything like that, that was just like a part of their lives. And it will always be, it doesn't mean that it's any less valid that time that they did wear alternative or J fashion, just because it was a phase of their lives. It doesn't mean that at that point that wasn't them and that's not what they wanted to do. 
you know, it's just like, that's still authentic. I just want people to just like remain authentic to themselves. If you get older, you, you have to like stay authentic to your true self. So if you're feeling as you get older that this, that the style isn't like vibing with you anymore, then feel no guilt and like, leaving it the whole point of it is to wear what you want to wear and what you feel like most yourself in I love that I love that a lot and very important and I think very necessary to know that what you are wearing now doesn't dictate what you will wear in the future but you also don't have to let it all go at once it could be a slow evolution Maybe you'll never leave the the clothes that you wear now. And that's okay, too. Whatever you choose, it's fine. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, even like the beginning of you getting into alternative fashion, your style has probably changed several times. And just like realizing yourself and being able to get the items you or put together outfits in a certain way. We'll even talk about in the Marina interview of just like the evolution of her style going from, you know, browns and <laughs> different things like that to like, hey, I'm full pink now. So it's, it's, it's full natural. Full pink. That's a very good uh, Pantone color name. Yeah, full pink. I don't think I'll ever stop dressing alternatively. The only thing I could think of is like, yeah, just like my style evolving or changing to something else. The most far out there thing I think I would do is just like, oh yeah, I'm just like a 60s mod flower girl chick now. And now that's (laughs) what I wear. Even then, I feel like I would still have J fashion accessories (laughs) or something like that. I don't think I will ever stop finding those things to be cute or something like that. I think, yeah, I'll just have like an eclectic style like for, and I just like dressing for different occasions too of just like ooh at work I'm gonna be like Decora Peggy Hill and then like (laughs) (laughs) and then like if I have to go corporate this is how I would dress and like so I think just like figuring out those things is fun so I think I would just do even more like compartmentalizing of just like yeah this is my new style direction for this season I may go back to like this other thing for another season because I'm no lie I'm getting super into like these new cat ears this generation z (laughs) cat ears where it's like okay they're gonna be really realistic and they do all the airbrushing colors on it and I'm just like I'm gonna get back at the cat ears we're back in cat ears became good (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was down with the yaya han ears like (laughs) way back and now I'm like yes this new generation of ears like I'm into it and the tails look so much better so much better so (laughs) so I'm just like yeah so there's an evolve evolvation (laughs) I just made up that word evolvation right there (laughs) um (laughs) that's gonna be I don't know maybe really embarrassing but I'm gonna probably do it I think if I ever evolved my style I think it would just be more 70s, 80s style. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Very much in the same line, maybe more neutral colors, but still very kitschy. I love kitsch. It's so, so much fun. Still kind of gothic, 
I, I don't think I could ever see myself getting out of gothic. Maybe I'll be more of a swashbuckler in the future. <laughs> gothic piratey. Maybe oh I'll jump uh, jump into the deep end of like Victorian gothic. But I, I don't think I, I could never leave alternative. Never ever. I love I love these things too much. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think I could either. Like I'm like obsessed. Which is probably change for like, yeah, different occasions or phases of, of my life or something like that. But I don't see I don't even see myself leaving one thing and then just like, yep, I'm leaving it forever. Cause I'm like, I still wear, I think I had the phase of like, oh, I, I wear more colors now instead of dark clothes. But then I thought of like my weird synth pop K and I'm just like, oh, I can work back in black into this and checker patterns. And so, yeah, and I really want to get some like black leather cuffs with like chains and things like that. And some more like black leather chokers and stuff like that. So I'm just like, yeah, I still am into like punky things. So I, I always go back. I don't, I don't ever like leave something forever. Oh man, and with those cat ears, I think I'm gonna come back with the cat ears and wear and wear Lolita dresses. Like that's just gonna be more excuses to get Taobao dresses that I don't think fit with like my Princess Ahoy sort of thing. Um, and I'm just like, yes, an excuse to get more out there dresses and you know, and the cat ears together. Yes, it's done. It's it's sealed. That's what's happening. I just gotta think I can't wait till events come back. So then I have like, this is when I'm debuting. Like, I don't know, cutie kitty love Kamila. Yes. I, they're coming back. We got um Royal something or other Vegas. I can't yes. remember the full name. Yeah, me neither. Royal something Vegas. Yes. And now we'd like to give a special thanks to all of our patrons. First and foremost, an extremely big thanks to Messy Toy Box for giving an extra one-time donation just out of the goodness of their heart. It is extremely appreciated. If you ever want to do that, that is totally possible. Just hit us up and we'll let you know how. And then we'd also like to thank Avery G, Lindsay S, Celephilicy? Celephilicy. <laughs> That's how I'm going to go with it. Uh, Bella, Eva Sparkles, Marina K, and The Stitches. And then we've got Jaws, Vesper, Jenna S, Candy Graffiti, Yuki S, Vicky, Mariah B, Samantha W, Fluffy Kawaii Joe, Caitlin W, Kaya Tan, Jaded Island, Yolanda H, and Poovy Thel. And I was moving my hand in all sorts of like posy ways. <laughs> Thank you all so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to become a patron, head on over to our Patreon. Sign up for a $1 a month or a $3 a month tier. That will give you access to either giving questions to our guests and or bonus content once a month. And with that, let's take a break, grab some water, go get some tea, a snack. And then when we come back, we will have Marina Kay on with us. Before we get into our interview for this month, Kamila and I want to let you know about all of the ways that you can support OK Podcast. The best way to support OK is by joining our Patreon. By becoming a patron, you could submit questions to our monthly guests, get access to bonus content and interviews, and be mentioned in our thank yous in every episode. We've opened a shop for OK. To visit our shop, go to ok-podcast.com slash shop. 
we'll be adding new items to the shop, so check back frequently. While you're on our website, subscribe to our newsletter. We send a wrap up every month so you'll know all about the latest OK news. OK Podcast is also affiliated with kawaii fashion brand Holly Tea Time. If you want to buy kawaii clothes, support OK Podcast and get 15% off, go to hollyteatime.shop slash discount slash OK Podcast. And that is O dash K E I exclamation point exclamation point capital P O D C A S T. <laughs> yes. Your discount will be automatically put towards your order at checkout. If you want to support OK Podcast for free, tell your friends about us. If you listen on iTunes, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our posts when you see them. We'd love to grow the community around OK and all of this helps to do so. And with that, let's head into this month's interview. And welcome back. Today we are talking with Marina, aka Marina K. Marina is a Black Latina Lolita and anime enthusiast. She loves sweet style and everything pink. She makes YouTube videos about J fashion, more focused on Lolita, and about her favorite diva, Hatsune Miku, and recently a podcast called Frill Talk. She recently adopted two baby parrots, so she is a new bird mom. Her Instagram is Marina K underscore YT. Marina K underscore. And the baby parrots account is Siete Itia. That is S I E T E Y C H I A. In case you need some birds in your life, I think we all do. Speaking of birds, I would love to hear about them more, Marina, because I've heard so many good things and so many bad things about <laughs> having birds, especially parrots. Oh, I'll tell you everything you want to know. <laughs> did you did you get them as babies or like are are they just like younger? The both of them, I got them when they were 8 weeks. The both of them were born in February. I got them in April, so they were about like two months. So they're one of them. I still had to hand feed them, um, which I basically had to feed them with a syringe. Oh um, the other one was just weaning. Um, so they're very, very baby. They're still wow. baby. <laughs> yeah, now they're four months. Four months. So they're they're still babies. <laughs> so how did you start like learning up on how to take care of these birds the original plan um it was actually my sister that decided to get birds um it's an unfortunate uh story of how they just ended up being my birds pretty much she did like the research and um she decided on their type of birds so they're green cheek conyers so she specifically wanted their breed because they tend to be on the more quieter side they're not like the bigger birds where they like scream at 120 decibels like a truck or something (laughs) um but they but they could get pretty loud though (laughs) we adopted one actually at first um and then a couple days later um, it ran away from home because I was actually outside <gasps> with it and like the lawnmower no! got, it oh got scared from the lawnmower. And so 10 hours later, um, it was a very stressful day. Yeah. Uh, we kind of decided like, okay, Chia isn't coming back. So we'll just 
get another bird. <laughs> so oh. I swear to goodness, five minutes after we got home with the new bird, not even five minutes, I was still at the doorway. I get a phone call of a neighbor that found my bird. <laughs> so wow. that's how I ended up with two birds instead of one because originally it was just to have one bird. A couple weeks later, one of them starting to be really sick. I did like a lot of research um, since we're going to have two birds now. So the plan was, okay, one is my bird and one is my sister's bird. So of course I did some research and then the bird started being sick. My sister, unfortunately, she, uh, I, I'm trying to say this nicely, but um, I'm not going to. She basically <laughs> said if the bird dies, the bird dies. Oh so obviously, God. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, why did you try get, get a pet? The bird. Yeah. And then especially a bird. Like, like they're hard be... to take care of. Yeah. 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 It's not like, it's not like you can just leave it in a, in a, crate or a cage or like any like for example like a dog is definitely much easier to take care of than a bird because birds like they have more um specific needs and like mm-hmm. you can't just take them to any vet you literally have to find an avian vet which most vets They're do very not sensitive and very fragile yeah like just here i live at columbus there's only um two places out of all the vets that can take birds oh my gosh yeah it's it's much more specialized like um i think i've heard that to be like an avian vet you have to go two additional years of school aside from like the normal like vet stuff yeah it's a different system Mm -hmm. than doing like the little like furry mammals they range of like so many sizes and like Mm, breeds it's just like it's much more it's much more complicated yeah and they are exotic like or i'm sorry they're not domesticated they're domestically raised but not domesticated so that's much mm-hmm, different yeah. than like a dog or a cat mm-hmm. well that's incredibly lucky <laughs> that you found it like I know. holy crap and i had that bird when it got lost it was easter sunday i got that bird and then it was the seventh so it was like three days i had that bird <laughs> oh and it God. got lost so obviously i thought you know when a bird flies there's no way to catch it <laughs> right right you just gotta hope that somebody sees it or they just just know how to get back somehow yeah and and it's crazy because like that kind of bird would probably get eaten by a hawk or a cat or oh, you yeah. know like and it's so tiny like it's 10 inches at most like it's the size of my hand I have very small hands so it's just like we're just so lucky that someone found it and they're not they're not very cheap either so it's like someone could have just decided not to give it back you know that's how uh parrots became like a staple in Los Angeles they if you go to downtown LA Hollywood Beverly Hills Uh, maybe not Beverly Hills, but definitely Hollywood, quite often you'll look up in the trees and there will just be parrots because people have either lost their birds or they couldn't take care of them. So they just let them out in the wild and they were just so good at hiding that they made like a bird populous in in the city so you could have you could have made an invasive columbus species (laughs) yeah pretty much oh my goodness yeah and so i was just lucky i was just obviously crying and happy that i got my bird back and now i have two birds and after that they're just my birds (laughs) and then after that i i took like some bird classes like there's actually like a a non-profit in north carolina that offers free online bird classes they also have like workshops and like other stuff that you have to pay for so I went to the free ones and then I also went to like a two-day 
bird workshop <laughs> that I paid for to learn more about birds. So it's just a lot of like online learning and like watching other bird YouTubers, basically bird wow, TikTok yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, <laughs> they're my babies. <laughs> so. Getting to the meat of our interview, as much as I would love to make this a bird <laughs> episode, <laughs> how did you first discover J-Fashion? Like with many people that were J-Fashion, regardless of what style, anime, manga, like that sort of um, exposure for sure. But obviously I didn't know what it was. Like I just know like, oh, it's, it's a cute girl in a frilly dress and da 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 but I didn't know it was inspired by like Lolita or stuff like that um it wasn't until maybe between 2012 and 20 like 14 was when I started specifically sitting down and like seeing okay what is she wearing like I want to know what they're wearing and so you know that's when I discovered like the terms like Lolita kawaii decora like fashion terms and I started researching and then one of the first I guess Solitas that like popped up was Momo Ido oh yeah yeah we know Mm -hmm. Momo yeah when they used to um wear more like Lolita a lot um, or like do like dolly kind of fashion they were like the only like brown person (laughs) Mm -hmm. so obviously that hit a little bit closer to home um and then in at the time there was a local anime convention I kind of decided I'm gonna try dressing in J fashion so you know my Ida phase um (laughs) and even though I had like my Ida phase there I remember there was a lovely Lolita um another a black Lolita actually and they were like oh my god you look so cute in your core and then like it was like my first time basically wearing Lolita and like obviously like horrible (laughs) Um, but she was just so nice and like unfortunately we never like exchanged like social media because it wasn't like the normal I guess like in 2014 2015 it wasn't like the most incredible normal to just exchange randomly instagrams with random strangers i still think about her sometimes i'm like dane after seeing her i'm so glad like i i i'm so glad like pretty much like that it's was like being noticed <laughs> yeah yeah and it was just like oh my god i seen like an actual like brown person a dark-skinned person that definitely looks like me and is very cute and yeah it was just amazing compliment you know on your first chord yeah (laughs) pretty much I mean obviously after that I improved severely but um I deleted the pictures because I wouldn't yeah (laughs) (laughs) delete the evidence yep Oh man, that reminds me when I was first getting into J fashion, I went to a convention and I ran into this person who was wearing a fairy K and our skirts were literally like the exact same colorway, which was very Ooh. specific rainbow pastel layered skirt pink then green then blue then yellow but like we ran into each other and we were wearing the same colored wig too and we bumped into each other and I was like oh I'm sorry and then we looked at each other and like we looked each other up and down and we were like we're tweeting oh that's amazing Wow, oh, just the so camaraderie cute. and the community is so lovely at conventions. Yes, I definitely miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Someday soon. Someday yes. soon. So how would you describe your current individual J fashion style? Do you feel like it's similar to what you started out with? Or do you think it's totally different now? It's totally different. <laughs> oh, so wow. I honestly did not like commit to the color pink 
until at least like a year or two after I started wearing J Fashion. Yeah, so like I would actually wear like brown blues. I think I had like a purple skirt one time. Obviously, it's all been sold or given away. <laughs> Obviously, like when you first start out, you don't know like what sort of like style um you like or like what are your like so obviously you know more experimentation or like you know trying to do like the basic like general lolita chord like get the silhouette right and stuff like that i mean i personally never really had like another lolita friend to like kind of help me out with like coming up with like coordinates right like nowadays like if people were to start wearing lolita like you know we have a lot of these facebook groups and they're like oh this is my first core please give me concrete i wasn't really a part of that when i first started so it was kind of like okay let's see just what i like i remember one of my first like kawaii decor cores it was very lavender <laughs> and it was, it's still one of my I would probably like redo that look again now mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would want to wear lavender now so <laughs> just to answer the question for sure it was more open-minded and then eventually as I got more comfortable wearing Lolita and J fashion in general I think that's when it clicked where it's like dang why don't I just wear pink that's what I really love I don't have to wear blues and saxes and lavenders or yellows I can just wear pink yeah (laughs) was it like a slow purge or did you just like get rid of all the other colors all at once honestly I don't remember I feel like it was like kind of a mix of both (laughs) I remember I gave stuff away to people um and then like I would uh, like my local community would have swap meets or something so I would just like give away stuff so it was kind of like a mix I do remember like my first like brand piece being um, Milky Chan the Fawn it was the black OP the only reason why I had bought that though was because I love deer a lot uh, okay. mm-hmm. I, I sold that like years ago now but like looking back on it I feel like I shouldn't have bought it <laughs> and I'm glad I gave it away because like I didn't really wear it that much um, I didn't get it for like a bad price or anything it was before you know scalpers and people wanted to up the ch- prices on everything so I guess I'm glad I I think I got it for like 180 which was like close to retail wow. price. Yes. And that was only in like, what, 2016? That's not bad at yeah. all. Yeah, that was on, and that was like retail price almost. I'm pretty sure that was like back in 2016 or 17. So it wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> I still really want a black dress with like pink and pastel patterning on it. Like bittersweet. Yeah, the yeah. bittersweet. Yeah, I just want that just one dress like that and then I'm just like okay I'm good I'm cool I have one of those I just like the way like the pastels pop on the black but I do still feel like I probably wouldn't wear it that often because I'm just like I just wear colors right (laughs) just a rainbow that's all right (laughs) I guess like now that I'm more comfortable I'm like experimenting with like other sorts of styles so like now I'm trying to be the pink prince of my dreams essentially Ooh, a nice um, style direction name. yeah oh um, so like now that i'm obviously i am the cupcake princess of my dreams now i want to be the pink prince of my dreams so nice. um i got a couple of og pieces that i'm waiting on so 
I'm excited for that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want more sweet OG in my life. I need it. They don't make yes. enough pink pieces. Yes, it's so they frustrating. don't. They don't. It's so I frustrating. Had to, like, look for one for like Princess Ahoy, and I was just like, okay, can we get like some pink or pastel blue? Everything yeah. just brown, cream, and yeah. I'm just like okay. white, black, maybe. <laughs> Like, yeah, it looks cool, but, like... I can't match my OTT sweet girlfriend in this. Right. <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly, like, Taobao brands, like, Chinese indie yes, brands. Like, they'll make it, Like, yeah. they, they make it, but there just hasn't been lately. And it's like, y'all, why? Please. I depend yeah. on y'all. I literally depend on y'all for this. Yeah, and it's not even, like, OG wear is that common either. It's mostly, you know, dresses and stuff, but... Bless Poovy fell for making dogs and desserts with OG. Oh my god, I saw that. I saw that. It's so freaking good. I just don't do a whole lot of red. So I'm just like waiting for like an OTT candy sweet Poovifel drop. And I'm just like, come on, come on. (laughs) All the pastels. Like we we gotta get the the pink, the purple, and the blue together. Yeah. That's my favorite color combination. Yeah, cotton candy. I love it. Yeah, cotton candy. A little bit of yellow sprinkled Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, yellow. Oh my goodness. Yellow is such an underrated color. Thank you. I love buttercup yellow. Yes, I love that too. If pink wasn't my soul color, I swear to goodness, yellow would be there. Yellow (laughs) cherry and lemon themed meta dress and i'm just like i liked that i was just like yes the the yellow and then i have like you know pink shoes and stuff like that so i was like that that could work when me and puvithel did our collaboration um i made a yellow version of the shirt and the yellow version was not selling as well as the black version and i'm just like but yellow's good. I know my whole Dolly's brand, um, they made like a couple of cute yellow like sweatshirts or not uh, like sweaters and t-shirts. I think Lumina, Lumina Love, I think, oh, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I was eyeballing, but I'm like, oh, I can't. I got to spend money on other things. <laughs> yeah, I got fun. one of the t-shirts because I, I always need more t-shirts. T-shirts are always necessary for me, but I have a very similar buttercup yellow milk limb crop sweater that's uh, like the conversation hearts and that was like my first brand piece and it is treasured i will never <laughs> let it go i think people just don't know how to co-ward yellow that well yeah i think because it's underrated people get scared of it yeah and i don't know and since people only want to follow angelic pretty and if ap doesn't do a lot of yellow <laughs> that's my challenge for ap make a yellow dress <laughs> and bigger sizes <laughs> yes Ooh, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there yeah, yeah exactly i think people just don't know what to do with yellow they're just like well i have to have what colors go with yellow i have to get everything with yellow i'm just it's like if you wear sweet anything just wear the same thing there's other accent colors in there matched to the accent colors it doesn't mean you have to be a bee or like <laughs> a, know, a like yellow jacket like a lemon a wasp <laughs> yeah become like a wasp, a wasp. <laughs> wasp k it doesn't mean it needs to be that so i don't know but i yeah i definitely i'm attracted to yellows they're so good 
So Marina, when we saw that Frill Talk was becoming a thing, Kamila and I were so excited mm-hmm. <laughs> because another J Fashion podcast is always exciting. We love J Fashion media and we love more people putting their voices out there. So we want to know what inspired you to create Frill Talk because Kamila and I have talked about our motivations behind OK a lot, and I want to get inside someone else's mind for their <laughs> motivations. So one of the inspirations was actually y'all. <laughs> I honestly love y'all stuff so much. Thank you. Um, and- it was y'all it was also jaded island i just feel like we don't have Mm -hmm. enough like j fashion like yes not necessarily news but like kind of like newsy media kind of content Mm -hmm. and i was also just angry (laughs) yeah (laughs) if i were just to say the number one reason anger (laughs) (laughs) like it's just a lot of bs and it's like Mm -hmm. people talk about it but like only in passing or like conversation like word of mouth like there's nothing like permanent or maybe like a post somewhere there'll be like a post and there'll be a long thread and like ruffle chat or something but there's nothing to go back to to be like okay we talked about this subject we got some like helpful commentary on it and then we came to maybe a conclusion or you know, conclusive questions to ask, to think about or something. Yeah, there's nothing really to go back to on certain things. Right, which is like mm-hmm. a good conversation starter, but mm-hmm. it, it just always ends as a starter. Like, where's the, mm-hmm. the entree? Where's the, where's the every dessert? Where's everything else? I just don't right. want an appetizer. Like, right. <laughs> I've been feeling the struggle of the conversation happening like in places like ruffle chat um in cgl but no action taken thereafter Mm -hmm. and that has been my big frustration as of late with just like no action no accountability and that's it's saddening we're well past the awareness stage on a lot of these topics and stuff and i think people who do agree need to find some actions that we can take. Um, And those are things even besides just like, well, just put your money where your mouth is. And it's just like, well, that's only one thing. And that's probably not getting the point across as well as you think it is. Yeah, specifically, though, um, it was kind of a a local thing in my community that kind of triggered me to... Yeah, so just a lot of um, past, like, racism, fat phobia, a lot of just bad stuff with some of the moderators. Oh, man, that sucks. And so myself and a couple people in our local home kind of started doing a group chat, and, like, we, you know, try to confront with the mods about it. Some good has come out of it, but, like, it's been almost a year, and I feel like there's been no change in our comm, aside from, like, you know, deciding to have black moderators in our comm, which was, like, that was the only change. And so, like, during that time, I was, I was, like, venting to my friend. I'm, like, you know, much more vulgar than how I am going to be here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Please feel free. Uh, but, like, honestly, like, Oh my god, it's just like so frustrating like how some of these just bitches and frills just want to be all frilly <laughs> but like don't care about the people in the frills. So it's like mm-hmm. 
like what is something that I can do and like help like I feel like in general I don't consider myself an influencer or anything like that like I feel like I've always been someone to just talk my shit like about shit that I hate anyway (laughs) so it's like you know what let me let me fuck it let's let's just do this podcast (laughs) so like I didn't expect for me to like to do a podcast right I think that's a good thing though because sometimes like I say with like me it's like I can't just be going on things and be like well I'm just gonna talk shit now uh and (laughs) because it's just like oh well I have a business and I have you know um a plethora of people following me and stuff like that and so whatever I say needs to be very calculated and like I need to like make sure I have my facts straight or something like that rather than just like when you're talking with your friends it's kind of like well this thing just happens and I feel like you know this is what's going on and then I'll learn something later and be like "Hmm, maybe that's not what's going on maybe it's something else but if you're just like just someone that's just like oh okay I don't have like a huge following or something or impressionable people then you can say what you really feel and then other people can add to that and yeah it could just be a a freer conversation rather than starting from like oh okay now I'm an influencer and so people are gonna like really judge your words it's about disseminating what is important to talk about to a wider platform right and so when you start off being like okay that's going to be my purpose then you know you're able to to cater your your followership and i guess your branding for the podcast and youtube channel and stuff around that no i agree and part of it was um when some of the stuff that was happening in my local com a couple of the members uh, reached out you know they told me some stuff that like had happened it's like did they just like not listen to you like if there was these issues like why aren't you listening to the community voices yeah especially it being local it's not like you're from someplace else saying that they need to do something you're experiencing it um from them <laughs> yeah so it was really out of anger <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you end up talking about the local community like in one of the frilled talks or was that just a separate thing? It was like a separate thing. It was like within our local community, but some of it was prompted because one of the mods did post like a gun delete accord. Like, I don't care if they know who it is, who they are. Um, (laughs) um, So they posted like a gun delete accord, like very um, timed badly. Oh, um, no. Yeah, like, during the height of the protests, you know, last year, yeah. Yeah. It was around that time, and then, like, other little things like that kind of happened, like, in our com. It was just like, right, y'all, right. can you, like, if y'all wanted to do this, can you at least just not when, you know, all these gun-related things. Yeah, right. and the audacity thinking, like, oh, this is going to be a non-political meet, but we're going to be meeting at the air force museum or some military museum or something yeah that's literally Ew. yeah that's literally what was said in like the description like it's not gonna be political but okay <laughs> fucked up uh this was like last summer so like when everything was still like heightened i don't even see how that's a fun meet at all let's go to a oh, military yeah. <laughs> like for what what does this have to do with our style <laughs> Yes, I would love to be on top of a missile in my cord. I guess there's like kind of mili- there is like a military Lolita thing or something, but that's not very It's very specific. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's very specific. <laughs> and it's very costumey. Yeah, that's very costumey. Right, right. And so I'm just like, that's... I just got like, I guess... I guess that's not military. It's more like a marching band. Which marching band is cute, but like there's like a way that it can yeah. be kind of gray line there right, to look like other right, things. Yeah. yeah, militaries are like you want to be non-political, but I'm just like militaries are political. They're just inherently political. And, you know, yeah. Uh, so first, me saying I want to wear my cord on top of a missile gave me a really great idea for a sticker. <laughs> and I really want to create something like that, but make it so it's like the missile is pink and it says something on it. I'm not sure what it would yeah. say at this point, but say like, goodbye behind the bows. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know, but something like that. Destroying something that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think that'd be really funny. And second, Marina, you at one point you said they don't care about the people behind the frills. Behind the frills sounds like a behind the bows 2.0, mm-hmm. but like good and not awful. <laughs> care about the people in the frills. <laughs> in the frills is it's the it's the answer to behind the bows that is just goodness and positivity and recognition of things that need to be recognized. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, you got to really look at those local comms. I guess you would have more impact on your local community than I guess the wider country, you know, or something like that. But yeah, that's just yeah, that's terrible. Call that to shit hear. out when you see it. Yeah, that is terrible to hear though. Man. All right, but yeah, so <laughs> anyway, um military meets and beyond real talks <laughs> subtitle is listen to real voices why did you choose those words in particular aside from obviously there's not enough brown and black voices being heard in the Lita, there's also other marginalized groups that do not really get listened so like for example people or lolitas that were mobility aids mm-hmm. um a lot of times we see on like ruffle chat the whole sneaker discourse and then there's always like people like you know i i bear with the pain of wearing heat party shoes but i always have my other shoes like for comfort little things like that affect people with like certain like chronic conditions or like disability and stuff like that and then like a good chunk of other people just see it as like a photo op kind of thing hawaii autistic they talk about being on the autism spectrum and also wearing lolita i feel like i never would have seen something like that like i would never see like a lolita that also is on the spectrum in real life because like in my environment like that's not something that I would see like regularly but like social media has kind of helped that like oh okay I can actually follow and like see different types of people with frill talk I plan on bringing in different types of people like from all backgrounds not specifically just black and brown the focus is going to be more black and brown POC people but like I want people to listen to real voices in Lolita because I feel like we're just all being all fluffy but not not wanting to know about under the fluff like the pain and then like the possible like discomfort under the fluff right right sometimes I feel like Especially in like Lolita, it's kind of about don't change the clothes, change yourself. How could you change yourself to 
be better formatted towards the close because if you change anything about the makeup of the chord, then it's just like, then that's not Lolita. That's not Lolita anymore. Oh, I hate it. You know, even just like the discussions about that because I just find it funny being being a lurker in Ruffle Chat and thinking like, wow, you know, we don't really have those sorts of discussions in the core. Lolitas are just mean. They're just mean bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like, it's just like you very um want to talk about like the definitions of things and and have discussions about the semantics of the of the outfits and stuff like i think someone was talking about like is like idol lolita a thing and you know would that be cool would you wear that you know the arguments in the chat being like, i don't think that really counts as lolita and then i think it's okay i mean it's a little much but blah, blah. and i'm just like huh i'm just like which is so fun because yeah. if you just go back 20 years, Lolita did not look like what right. Lolita is now. It right. was much like, more let simple. It, let it change. Let it grow. Let it, you know, because then at the same time, it's just not going to evolve or something like that. Or just it won't be, a, a, I guess, like a living style, I suppose, where it's just like changing um, into different things, but still being under the umbrella of Lolita, I guess. In Decora, we don't have those discussions of just all like, oh, would you wear Decora that had dark colors instead of like brights? Does that really still like count? Like we don't have, like if if somebody brings that up, we're just like, oh yeah, of course. As long as you're just wearing a bunch of stuff, that's fine. That's still Decora. <laughs> and you can wear as much or as little stuff as possible. And it's just like, it's really about like, we're, we're constantly just trying to be like, open your minds, people. Anything. Yeah, Lolitas <laughs> are just so gatekeepy. And like, yeah. you know, like obviously gatekeeping isn't always bad. Yeah, it's You not. know, there are certain sorts of parties that we would not want to endanger, like minors, for example. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But just like the little things, like just being gatekeep. Like, for example, like about the sneakers. I remember that... Oh, that ruffle chat post like a couple years ago of that one I think it was a Japanese Alita she they wore like the, the white airs. yeah those oh my goodness everyone and their moms the like pu- ruffled were just ruffled <laughs> and I'm just like why can't you like if I understand like if you change every aspect of it then it's no longer the thing but if you only change like one aspect of it and the colors go you know and things like that I'm just like oh okay that's just like a twist on this thing you're exper- that's experimentation and being um unique to yourself because then if you're not allowed to do that at all then everybody just looks like a carbon copy exactly that's boring <laughs> it doesn't allow for people to explore and figure out what they like. I mean, if there was no ability to like try different things and experiment in that way, probably wouldn't have all the pink that you have, Marina. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's fashion. Like fashion is meant to be like experimental. (laughs) That's how Lolita came about anyway. (laughs) Like it's all experimental and then you get different substyles born out of experiments. So it's like people just take these Lolita rules too seriously and it's just so it's just boring and it's just like can we just talk about something else please (laughs) it's just I'm just tired of it (laughs) yeah it can become repetitive while we were on the topic of um innovation in Lolita (laughs) Kamila maybe this is a future episode idea Um, (laughs) I just want to shout out Avina from Avina Mm, K oh Oh, 
my gosh. Love their, their cords. cords. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. they're amazing. I love the layering. It's like, oh my God, I could never yes. layer like that. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know how they do it. They're the mind's eye. They just, they have so, so much creativity and I want to be inside their head and just like know what their thought process is because their cords are stunning. I just wanted to give that little shout out. Y'all want innovation in Lolita? Go follow Avina because they have mwah, top tier chef's kiss. Along that line, do you think the general J fashion community loses themselves in the clothes? Why or why not? We already kind of talked about how folks are getting their ruffles rumpled. <laughs> Absolutely. We all love this hobby. You know, we're in it for the clothes. I mean, not just for the clothes, but there's other reasons why we got into the clothes to begin with. But people forget that people wear clothes and not every single person can do the same thing as someone else. So like, for example, someone that can wear tea parties for 12 hours or someone else that can't do that. They can only wear it for like 10 minutes and then can, you know, wear sneakers the rest of the day. So it's like people take priority over the clothes when the clothes should fit the person. Especially for like fat people or plus size Alitas. Like why are you up on people's throats like when they alter their brand? Like it's their clothes. It's not community property. It's their clothes. They should be able to fit into the clothes. So they are making the clothes fit into them. And that feeling is like the best feeling and that's probably why they got into Lolita because they like some people you know they feel like their confidence is up through the roof when they are wearing Lolita so if they bought a piece got it altered that's serving its purpose (laughs) I I do definitely feel like there's a certain mindset when it comes to changing things when it comes to changing brand when it comes to changing what is acceptable in the style there is a I, I think it's almost like a fear of losing Lolita. And I feel like it can be, um, this might be extreme, but it can even be dangerous for some people. Like a chubby person, they're trying to fit in an OP or some sort of dress that's like not within their um, size range. Like they decide, okay, the only way I can fit into this is just by not eating all day and binding or whatever. Like, I, f- I mean, that's a very extreme example, but like... I know for me, like, there's been times that I would purposely not eat so that I can not lose a button from, like, an OP or something. So it's like, you know, like, I feel like, unfortunately, it's like a normal, and it's not even just, like, Lolita. Like, a lot of, like, fast fashion, a lot of other fashions, like, you know, skinny bodies are definitely more preferred for those clothes. Or, like, pushing yourself to keep an aesthetic all day for a meetup. Like, the first time I did, like, real Lolita, quote-unquote, um, my first, like, not eat a cord, I was dying all goddamn day. It was so freaking hot. And partway through, I had to buy a completely different outfit at a thrift store because I was too freaking hot. I was feeling constricted. And I can only imagine... The people who don't have access to a thrift store or don't have the funds to get something right away and they just push. Or a minor even. Yeah, Yeah. and they just push and push and push through a hot day, through clothes that don't feel great, through wearing a wig the entire time, through wearing accessories that 
are giving them sensory issues. Heavy makeup. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think we can all attest that we are exhausted. Like, it was a fun day, but I get so freaking tired after a meetup. I, I can't do anything the rest of the day. I have to change into comfier clothes and I just lay on the couch and nap. Become a potato, exactly. Yes. And I can only imagine the people who possibly have fainted through like pushing themselves through hard throughout the day like it like take off the wig please you're you're more important than your aesthetic pretty much and that's just like a dangerous thing that i feel like a lot of lolitas don't realize is a common thing especially like particularly like among like i mean i can't speak for trans people but like for like young girls like minors like that's just something that's just like cut into our throats like hey you gotta be like this you gotta deal with your your feet hurting from your heels and this that and the third beauty is pain yeah exactly how do you and frail talk hope to change the j fashion community i know that you have people on talking about their personal experiences unfiltered also not just like being like well, I'm just going to interview the most popular people. I'm going to interview the people in the local comms, you know, that are just like, I'm experiencing this. I'm, you know, not just an internet personality. How do you hope that that will help to change the J fashion community? I guess like, I don't see it as me trying to change anything. I guess I just see it as like me added on to like what's already like being done like I feel like the person that who would probably change the J fashion community more like media content wise is like Jaded Island and like Lovey Lore for example redacted person um Tyler (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, just because you know they do obviously have like a bigger following and stuff Mm -hmm, like that and mm -hmm. really like if you were to search up like J Fashion or Lolita like that's what would come up first so I think for me it's more like just added on to like what work is needed to be done and I just think we need more of this sort of like media content and like you know this is like really heavy stuff it's not like happy la la land right which is that's not the stuff that's gonna rise to the top of the thing you know or most people are thinking like i just want to know how to wear these clothes right (laughs) yeah pretty much and like at some point like it's like i had that mindset too it's like you know like i don't really experience anything i just wear cute clothes like but then like as time passed um as like I got to know other people in the community. I'm just seeing too much of a pattern. Like this isn't like to like like to call anyone out in particular, but we have these like influences in the little community and it just doesn't feel like a community. I mean, obviously, you know, people have different audiences that they make content for. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like, why aren't we talking about like certain things that, for example, we would see in like Ruffle Chat that is like serious and like I feel like people should bring to attention like for example like the whole thing about Tyler and the Nazi uh, DD Zeta I <laughs> sorry I, I just you brought back that memory of my interaction sorry, with her oh, no. 
I'm sorry. Contact, contact warning. I'm I, sorry. I had a visceral reaction. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like the reason, or at least one of the reasons why um, it got talked about so often is because, like, people with bigger voices also chimed in. And, you know, it's a serious thing that, like, everyone could talk about. But it's like, why is why does it take that? to talk about something like why does it have to be specifically something like that like there's just so many things that can be worked on in the little community and like certain mindsets that can be like worked on Mm -hmm. some parts of it is just like we don't have like an organized like no and like in religion or something like that you have the pastor you have the president you have some sort of leader person (laughs) that's just like i we we the council came together and we made these rules (laughs) and this is the culture that we are going to promote or whatever and we don't have like a central office or something to like complain to and make a general or ordinance or something like that or a mandate that everybody in every calm is going to get kicked out if they agree with such and such things or something like that. It's like a lot of this is individualized. I nominate Jade for Lolita Pope. Right. <laughs> right. St. <laughs> <Saint> Jade. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we got to have patron saints for different things. Um. <laughs> okay, so Jade would be the patron saint of media, like straight up. So yeah, so we... We don't have like an organized thing. That's just like the the hard part right there. Because then when we complain, we're just complaining either to the choir and then the other people who don't agree, they're still going to be able to wear the clothes and everything. And they're just going to be like, well, I'm either just going to slink off into my local comm and fuck shit up there or on my own profile, nothing happens to those people, you know, like nothing can happen to them really in a, in a sense. Right. And I also feel like part of it might be because um, just so much of like the beginnings of Lolita is just so unknown. Like there was just so many like protests and stuff like that, like back in the, in the 80s and 70s. And like, you know, people were aware of Lolita and I feel like people get into this fashion not knowing about the history, which is fine, of course. But like at a certain point, point you just kind of like wonder like huh where did lolita come from why is it here who did it why you gotta take your 101 yeah and like kind of figure like hmm is lolita actually for me or am i just like wearing it as a costume yeah yeah that's true this is just spurring on so much creative ideas i really want to make <laughs> A patron saint series. Now. Write it down. Just like, write it down. Write it down. Just a bunch of different figureheads in the community, all of them in their little vignettes. That's so cute. <laughs> we gotta do these uh, glass painting illustrations. Yes. The stained glass. That'd be so cool. Yeah, stained glass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that that's kind of like an issue. We're not, I guess, as organized in that way. And I guess I don't mean to disagree with you about saying that uh, your voice won't um, be a part of making change. Because I think in that case, since we, we don't really have a leader of Lolita, we do have some big influencers, but that's still not the type of organization I think exactly we need. I think the individual voices, just, you know, just having a bunch of individuals putting stuff out there. There's just been countless times of me searching 
stuff on the internet. And of course, everything that says the same exact thing will come up. But then there'll be this one blog that's talking about exactly what I'm going through. And I'm just like, yes, this guy, he's writing about it. Oh my God, thank God. I thought I was crazy for me having this one experience. Everybody else is having a different experience or copying, pasting from the same person over and over. And so I think us like having like, you know, we have OK Podcast and we have um, Frill Talk and we have Jaded Island and we have these other virtual events that are definitely touching upon topics I never see covered in physical conventions before, which I hope that we can use that um, experience as a way to pitch to these conventions saying like, hey, we would like these other types of uh, furthering content to be approved to be shown at these conventions because I, I think a lot of the topics are way more advanced and interesting for the continuance of a physical like J fashion community rather than, oh yeah, we want to get people in, but we don't care about the people who are in <laughs> the community already. We don't care about catering to those people. We just care about J Fashion 101, Lolita 101, and this thing 101. We don't care about like any other like advanced topics beyond that. I think those things. That just reminds me. So something that still resonates uh, with me, something that Rue said from the first episode of Real Talk was that Lolitas would know like all the measurements of like an angelic pretty dress from like 2003 or but they don't even try to like learn or like research like something that a black lolita would like experience and like would not think is okay so like you know like touching hair or something like that so it's like we just like get so caught up in our clothes (laughs) that we just I don't know. It's almost like we kind of dehumanize each other and we only see each other as like floof cupcake balls. Yeah, of just like how can we get into these dresses instead of just like how can we make the 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 dresses and the fashion fit humanity <laughs> yeah. more. Yeah, like that that still that still hits me like <laughs> pretty often. <laughs> I re-recorded that episode like back in January. So <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's, what, June, so. Right, right. Also, Kamila, I don't know about you, but I personally make a prayer to our NHK kawaii leaders (laughs) every night. Oh my god, those kawaii leaders. So I think we do have kawaii leaders (laughs) and leaders in J-fashion, or else they wouldn't have the title. Uh, Yeah, about that, I I don't know, like, anything, like... Who was the recent person? Like, was it Pixie Locks or I think was the most uh, Tracy. recent? Tracy. Oh, yeah, Tracy. Tracy. Right, Tracy, yeah. Tracy. And that was, yeah, that ended up being trash <gasps> fire. Oh yeah, I heard a lot of um, bad things about them. Yeah. <sighs> you know, like, yeah. obviously it's a popularity contest, but mm-hmm. like, damn. <laughs> right, right. Or a knowing people thing. Some Usually if you end up knowing the people involved, And I'm just like, oh, okay. And then just knowing that, like, this is a promotional tool. They're not actually trying to, like, further the community or something like that. Like, it's marketing. (laughs) Right. Y'all, we don't need this. (laughs) We really don't. (sighs) So... Along with Frill Talk, how can J Fashion community members listen to real voices? If people want to 
make an active change in the J fashion community? How can they do that? What is the right way to listen? I feel like that really depends on the person that is trying to be heard and also like someone's local community. So like if someone's local community is okay with it, like I feel like a town hall kind of thing might be like a good way to like kind of like you know, try to see different members' perspectives and, like, seeing, like, what issues. Because, not to reference another um, Facebook group that went to the ground, <laughs> um, they, yeah. like, their issue was um, they didn't listen to some of the members about a particular mod. You know, some of the members did let the mods know like hey this person is awful why are they here this that but then um they didn't really like listen or like do anything much more yeah, after or they that. tried to handle it internally i guess but didn't really talk about their conclusions on that it was just like yes we have handled it internally and then it's just like okay what does that mean <laughs> I like posted like a few things on there and I'm like, y'all, why isn't this, what is happening? Where's the result? Why is no one talk about this? No one's, no one's even mentioned or Ahmad hasn't even said anything in two weeks. Come on, please. I actually like this group. So I don't want to continue being in this group if potentially we're going to face some bad stuff. Right, yeah. So. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like mods for like local communities try to like i guess educate yourselves like what's i guess like have a feel like how many members actually go to like meets so like do you see like it's mostly like white or light-skinned one and like there's only usually like one black lolita or something mm -hmm. like maybe find out or something like why there's only ever one even though in your facebook like member roster there's like 10 supposedly oh, you know like yeah. maybe like there's something going on uh -huh. with like other mods and you know try to talk to like other members and like not to particularly like put that call that one black lolita out but right, like right. you know like ask them like hey um i just want to make sure you're okay and you know like obviously that's a difficult conversation to have with a stranger but like if you are a mod with for a facebook group where they would have minors and people of all different maybe like do backgrounds like, maybe someone could do like a survey like post yeah and like keep it anonymous or something right. yeah like i feel like that's something that could be done i definitely wish my mm -hmm. com did that <laughs> i'm not trying right. to give hate to them but like there's so, nothing came out about it <laughs> like you mentioned before like a town hall like have a monthly town hall that is like okay we're gonna discuss all all the things that happened that we need to discuss like let's get it out here so nothing festers and everything's addressed publicly right and nothing goes on cgl or behind the bows and that doesn't do anything yeah especially when it's so hard to track and trace that shit yeah yeah or locale that's what i've been hearing a lot of stuff from there oh and yeah i've like, heard a lot of bad stuff yeah yeah and that's where you feel like you know, like, oh, I thought I was having good interactions with people and getting a good response. And then it's just like in there, it's just like, I saw so-and-so wearing. And I'm just like, oh, man, like, who are these people like doing? I just, I don't know. I just feel like I don't understand people who need to put it on an Internet forum or something. I'm just like, 
why does it need to be documented that you didn't like the way somebody looked in their clothes? Why does it need to be documented somewhere? Like you could just think that in your head and then go away or, you know, examine yourself at the very best. But why does it need to <laughs> be put in some forum? I need someone else to agree with me. And I'm just like, that just seems like, I don't know, a waste of time. I just would and the thought has never crossed my mind to do anything close to that like i don't exactly i like i i'm here sitting like where do you people get off to like what is what is happening behind the screen that you feel such a deep seated need yes. to just be a piece of shit right no manners no no respectability in like the good way keep it to yourself if you have nothing nice to say don't say it at all that type of stuff where it's just mm, it frustrates me so much right right and they're not gonna say it you know to your face or on their like public profile and then that just makes me think like the people who are extra snooty about you know someone wearing sneakers uh with their cord i'm just like you're probably on one of those things agreeing and and sharing because that's the only way (laughs) just like how can you know who's doing this i totally agree i with people who are doing this shit anonymously if you're gonna be a piece of shit be a piece of shit to my face and own up to it honestly the people who go on locale 4chan behind the bows are cowards anyone can fight me on that if you say shit anonymously you are a coward unless it's like calling someone out of like this person did x y and z and they're really toxic or they're racist or they're a pedophile that's understandable to be anonymous but if you're just being a piece of shit anonymously you're a coward and for those who are just like community members i remember from the rue and jordan conversation that they were dealing with a lot like going to the meets and then everybody segregating off like away from them or when even trying to talk to them the only thing that they can think of is like weird things to say that have to do with their race. Oh, I gotta act, you know, I gotta act down now. What's up, homies? You know, like, I'm just like, you don't need to do that. Just act like a normal person. And like, maybe try to like, if you see someone new that's in the community or someone sitting by themselves or something, like, try to like go over there and be like, oh, okay, come sit at our table. We're like... You know, talking about, you know, our favorite uh, animal motifs or something. Yeah, just try to, like, invite people in more. If you see them seeming alone, try to say something nice, just like how someone said something nice to you, Marina, when you were wearing your first cord, and that was a positive influence for you to keep wearing it and keep trying the style. That brings up a very interesting conversation on concrete for newbies and like if it's needed if it's not i think to a degree it's needed but some Mm -hmm. new j fashion people they just need a hey good job on your first cord i'm glad you were able to do it they'll learn they'll get there right chill out and like i i do understand like there's a point where it's like hey this isn't really lolita anymore like you we gotta pull you back in but by and large, they'll, they'll get there. They'll get there. Right, and they'll delete all the first photos just like the rest of us. 
I think um. <laughs> with that concrete, there needs to be an equal amount of pats on the back. The effort, the bravery, the money spent. Yes. The acknowledgement of what was put in can do wonders for someone. We just need to be more kind to each other. I don't know. Maybe like in the past year, since we haven't all seen each other, we don't know how to be as kind in person anymore. You know, like it's... Get your, just get your get your damn parasol out your damn ass like get it out <laughs> just get it out share the parasol with the others <laughs> oh that's a really cute image too <laughs> oh no <laughs> cute sharing a parasol with oh. others oh I was thinking of the oh. butt part <laughs> I mean that was the first thought I had but then you said the other part and then I was like oh that's better <laughs> I'm glad I'm helping with your creative ideas. Yes, oh my gosh. I haven't drawn, I've been so busy with work that the creative juices just have not been flowing at all. So thank you. This conversation has been so needed. <laughs> but yeah, don't be afraid to like listen to these contrary voices, you know, that are just like, hey, this is a dissenting opinion, you know, and just listen, don't respond. Like, you don't have to respond. <laughs> exactly. And don't assume, like, that person that's, like, speaking, they're angry at you. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're talking about this, like, no one is angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just, obviously, have a strong opinion about things, but I wouldn't necessarily say that, oh, I hate this, my calm, da-da-da. I'm just mm-hmm. disappointed. Except me. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just disappointed at some of the actions. And it's like, come on, like, y'all come on y'all like older than me and i'm like i'm 27 and if y'all older than me like come on like what does that say about me (laughs) yeah just like listen let it sit in your mind for a bit before like just being like that's why i'm not i'm not a ranter because i'm just like every time that i've sat down to be like yes this is my opinion and this is why blah 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 blah, it's like i find out some other nuance later that i'm just like huh I never, I didn't think about it from that angle. Okay, I see how that can be, you know, a part of the conversation in that aspect. That's why I'm a lurker, I guess. I like to look at like when there are those big discussions on Ruffle Chat, I'm just like, oh, wow, I've never even think about that experience. You know, people commenting a weird word on somebody's picture and then using it to like, to secretly notify other make fun of sort of people. And I'm just like, wow, I've like, did not know that that was like a tactic by these people. Yeah, I remember, I think it was like maybe last month, a newer like Lolita posted and I forget which one of the Facebook groups, but they posted whether if like cat ears or stuff like that could be used in like Lolita and like i commented saying like oh my god those ears are so cute yeah you could totally use them in like these types of styles and then someone just like this is like to call them in particular but i just this is like reminding me of that but someone was just like oh don't tell don't tell a new lolita these these hard styles it was i said like you can use it in like wallolita and cheetolita sort of chords um and they're like oh no you shouldn't like tell a new lolita about these sub styles da 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 and i'm like but how are they supposed to learn about like anything if you don't and also they asked if it was okay to use in lolita they didn't actually say like oh, I'm going to wear it in a cord tomorrow. Like, can I use this? You know? like They were saying, if I ever wanted to use them, 
could I? What in what situations? Yeah, and I just thought that was an interesting thing. And it's like, how are new Lolita supposed to learn if we don't tell them anything? Like, wouldn't you rather like f- them find out from like someone that knows what they're talking about than like a random like thing from the internet or like a Pinterest post? You know? So <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I mean, this is why I'm just like not as active there because I'm just like I don't ask questions. I just say like I want to wear cat ears. And then it's just like that's what I'm about to do. I'm not gonna like ask in the group like am I supposed to wear this with something? This is, you know, specifically a group to learn you know, to help the little siblings out. And as like a middle or a big sibling, like, shouldn't you like provide them information? Like, it's almost like a mentee and a mentor sort of relationship. It's like abstinence. Just like, don't tell them about the wah and the chi or yeah. whatever, Lolita. Like, until they get to this age in Lolita, then they can know about the cat ears. Yeah, and it's like, that's so boring. <laughs> and you're just like, well, if I teach them about the cat ears now, they'll be le- they'll be able to use it correctly because we know they're just gonna get access to cat ears regardless yeah like they already had the cat ears if they wanted to wear Nolita they're going to yeah exactly I feel like people I mean this is like could vary opinions but like I feel like if you have to ask like hey can I do this in Alita maybe reevaluate like why are you asking almost for permission right yeah that's true that's true. You know, because it's like if it's your chord, if it's your style and stuff like that. Yeah, we're all going to we're all going to mess up. Right, <laughs> you just right. ask for concrete or, you know, ask like a, a Lolita friend that you trust. Like, hey, does this look good? Like, can you like give me more specific concrete? Like if you have to ask, it's almost like you're indicating that you're afraid to do it. Maybe don't do it in that case. And, you know, try try the, the coordinate without the cat ears or something. Yeah, I think it goes back to like first and foremost, Wearing these styles is about like finding what's right for you. Don't stay so hard on just like, I gotta be like the perfect example of Lolita. If you're finding that what you think like the paragon of like Lolita is, isn't sitting exactly with all of your interests. Cause it could be like, oh, I really like wearing cat ears and stuff, but I also like Lolita dresses. If you're gonna like have to divorce the cat ears for the dresses, then that's not the entire point of wearing these styles. Cause we were supposed to be getting closer to being our authentic selves and our and expressing ourselves and if you're trying to just be like oh I gotta ask for permission to to incorporate things that I like into the fashion it's just like steals the fun out of it and I I don't really understand the thought process behind you know don't tell them about this sub style because you just look up subtypes of Lolita or Lolita types and like it's there it's googleable like it's not secret knowledge but I also think that we should just have like an Ida theme day mm-hmm. where we just dress <laughs> just to bring some levity just to try right. things out you know it's not even like dress up like an Ida wear bad things but it's like do something different do something experimental that may not be considered Lolita traditionally go nuts and it'll be like our quote-unquote Ida day because 
we'll look at it. Whether or not we do it in the future, it'll be something that like either we can laugh at or we can look back at and say, wow, that was actually a really cool experiment that we tried. Right, right. Or it just a day to be like shielded from just being posted somewhere place else and be like, this was terrible. Why did they do this? And all this other stuff is just like, no, it was national eat a day. Okay, <laughs> I can wear whatever I want and and no questions <laughs> no asked. questions asked. You don't have I love you, that. You, you can't get on me. I can I can wear that weird Lolita dress that had the dominatrix bears and <laughs> you can't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, you know, like, there's so many, like, J fashion styles, and a lot of them overlap. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Like, obviously, if you're in one J fashion style, you're going to try all the other ones. Right. Or not like all the other ones. Yeah, and you'd probably, I mean, if I wear a Lolita dress and I'm incorporating something else with it, I feel like, in any case, it still appeals to the Lolita audience, but you got to be so careful when you, like, tag it. Just like, I'm only tagging because I think Lolitas would find this interesting i'm not saying that this or you is... know it's actually the brand from x right exactly <laughs> so i'm just like i am wearing angelic pretty dress which is a lolita brand it's i'm not saying that this is <laughs> lolita or something so that can be difficult so it's just like on national eat a day you don't have to go through all that explanation i i think we're on to something with national eat a day and that's let's hmm. do it let's make it happen Let's do it. Okay, podcast makes National Eat a Day. <laughs> what would be the day? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think we should do it. I I honestly think we should. Let's find a day. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be great. Right. <laughs> right after in. um International Decora Day. It's just like, oh yeah, I just make up days now. That's just what um <laughs> Wait, when is International Decora Day? I don't know. Oh yeah. Um that's going to be July 31st, which is the last Saturday of July. Me and my friend Monique are working on it and stuff like that. We've posted about it on um, both of our accounts, including emptying the clips comic Instagram. Oh, yeah. Dang. Instagram doesn't show me anything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I had no it's idea. Okay. Um, I, I, it's not like, oh, yeah, we have like so many followers that if we post this, everyone will know. But yeah, so we posted about it there. We're working on um, making uh, translated logos. I just finished the Japanese one. Monique is working on Spanish and Tagalog? Tagalog? Tagalog. Yes. Tagalog, yeah. I have not oh, heard so that cool. said out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably like post those soonish and i'm also working on just the graphics of just like how to celebrate this day ideas for celebrating this day and then we did a a a live um instagram live on the subject and stuff like that so yeah so we'll be posting more about it before the day but that is something that we're doing um so yeah hopefully from the experience of that you know hayden and i can be like and now there's national eat a day oh man <laughs> i haven't worn the cord so long oh, i'm excited now oh, no. <laughs> yeah this is like a perfect time to do that Ooh, and i got one of hard decor's bats and i have a cute knife so Ooh, mm. uh, that's gonna be really awesome <laughs> i never <laughs> see people well okay i'm not gonna say never but i feel like i need to see more people like what they're doing with these items after I give it to them because I'm just like are you just displaying it are you oh mine's displayed (laughs) okay cool (laughs) I was like I never know 
it's just like it just goes off into the void and was like bye thing <laughs> well because it's like I, don't, I haven't gone outside really so it's like and yeah, i don't that's true maybe that's the reason no one's been going to any conventions or anything yeah, to like do photo shoots or much. something so yeah so i'm, I'm gonna Ooh, i got the, ooh, I got ideas yes. now. <laughs> Today is idea day. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think we... Do you feel like you have anything to add on um, how the J Fashion community members can listen to Real vo- Voices more often? Um, Honestly, I, I, I feel like if people just, you know, like practice active listening like it's Mm -hmm. a very boring thing to do like that you would (laughs) probably learn at work or like school that's really like all that you can do and just shut up right right (laughs) make a suggestion box a community suggestion box or something and for like the local i don't know exactly how to set that up but even put an email that's just like chicago lolita.com um suggestion at gmail.com or something and then people can just send in stuff as it comes to them that's actually something that i was um thinking about for frill talk oh nice Ooh, yeah. yeah so i was but i wasn't like sure of how to do this so that gave me a couple ideas just now i'll be going to royal vegas retreat in november so it'll be on the go so i would probably do something special for that like include like community questions and voices and oh, stuff like that right so, yeah yeah that'd yeah. be really cool yeah i'm excited yeah i want to know more about like yeah the royal vegas retreat and i've never been yeah, me neither. I mean, I've been to Vegas, but under twenty-one years old, I've been. So obviously, I didn't do. I didn't do the fun stuff. But it's in. It's like the week before Thanksgiving, so it might be tough for a lot of people. Um, mm. Let me see. It's yeah. It's like the nineteenth. 20th and 21st. I just had an image of Lolita's at the strip club. I plan. I yeah. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> I'm going to have all the dollar bills in one of my angelic pretty bags. She's going to throw it on the stage. I'm just thinking like Lolita's at the blackjack table. Yep. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I've been fully vaccinated since like mid-April. So like I feel more comfortable Congrats. now. Um, and it's, you know, with cases decreasing it's like okay maybe i can maybe travel november too yeah 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 and by november hopefully a lot of people because you do have to be vaccinated to go that is one of the oh, things oh nice mm-hmm. okay that's cool so that's great if y'all can come that'll be awesome i'll be there yeah hopefully yeah people gotta, too. gotta look into that definitely Ooh, i'm just excited for everything now <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have things again yeah i'm excited for decora day i'm excited for decora day yes <laughs> but yeah where can our listeners find you and your content so on instagram i am marina k underscore youtube marina k this um i frill talk is also on spotify i'm really bad with like marketing and stuff but it is on spotify so if you don't want the youtube version there is just the audio version i think you could just search up my my name on there um i do have it linked in my instagram profile i am on twitter but honestly if you want like a more raw me twitter is the way to go like i do 
talk a lot of things honestly i wouldn't be surprised if twitter thinks i'm a communist or something so. <laughs> i think that goes for a lot of us <laughs> hello <Yeah>. me <laughs> yeah so you can pretty much find me with the same handles on most uh platforms <laughs> thank you for having me on okay podcast i was so excited of when course. you invited me yeah, here. no problem thank you so much for making time for us we really appreciate it mm-hmm. no i appreciate y'all <laughs> And if y'all want to hear more from Marina, we are going to be having a conversation for patron content about higher aspirations for the J fashion community. So if you're interested in hearing that conversation, head on over to our Patreon, be a $3 a month patron, and you will get access to that file. And with that, this has been OK Podcast. Marina, just play along. My name is Hayden. My name's Kamila. And I'm Marina. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) You said play along. (laughs) We will see you all next time. Bye bye. Bye. Sorry. (laughs) I got excited. (laughs)